Welcome to the Counselors of Real Estate's Top 10 in 10 podcast series. In these 10-minute episodes, we'll discuss one of the prevailing 2022-23 Top 10 issues affecting real estate. I'm your host, Jonathan Shine, CRE, and CEO and Executive Director of the Real Estate Limited Partner Institute in New York, also known as RELPI. Counselors of Real Estate are trusted advisors finding solutions to complex real estate challenges. Experienced, innovative, and credentialed problem solvers, Counselors practice in 21 countries and offer expertise in more than 60 real estate disciplines across all asset classes. Each has earned the prestigious CRE designation. Our guest for this episode is John Biggers, CRE, and Senior Vice President of Cushman & Wayfield, Iowa Commercial Advisors in West Des Moines, Iowa. John authored the narrative supporting the number four issue on this year's compilation of top 10 issues affecting real estate, Supply Chain Disruption. To review all the issues in this year's report, visit cre.org slash top 10. Welcome, John. Good morning. Thank you. Okay, so look, before the pandemic, the term supply chain was really not in our lexicon. But ever since then, it's impacting every nearly, nearly every aspect of real estate. The supply chain delays continue to raise costs and cost realignment in logistics and warehousing. What do you foresee in the next six months? First off, I'm going to back up just a piece. So from my perspective, so at the end of the day, I'm a broker. I've been doing this 30 plus years. I'm not a logistics expert and I'm not a developer. I monitor this subject matter. I've been monitoring it for many years as it relates to my clients and the type of work we're involved in, not only here in the central part of the U.S., but around the country. And consequently, I've been at a heightened awareness since we chose this for our top 10 issues this last year. So I'm I try to keep up on the subject matter as best as possible while I'm doing my day to day. To answer your question, do I see this continuing or how do I see this being impacted in the next six months? I do see it easing up some. I think the easiest way is with the current economic challenges of rising interest rates, inflation, you simply have somewhat less demand. Many of the challenges causing the more significant supply chain issues the past year or so, have really kind of started to work themselves out. Now, that goes back to both supply chain of materials to build commercial real estate, as well as the supply chain of all of the products that consumers are looking for. Supplies are simply catching up with basically a slowing demand. The interesting point is, as consumers shifted their buying habits from work from home, remodeling projects, leisure wear, to travel and entertainment, the supply chain was trying to catch up to that surge of demand and they overbuilt, they overcompensated. And consequently, right now, many retailers are reporting a general slowdown in sales, but also an excess of inventory. You're seeing a surge in inventory in a lot of these types of markets throughout the entire country. Target's been talking about it for several months. A lot of the major retailers are seeing an overall slowdown in their sales and are predicting a slowdown the next six months. Hopefully, their supplies catch up. The interesting aspect from a commercial real estate expert, excuse me, position is that what we've seen is the inventories are sitting in their backlog. Warehouses are full. Parking lots are even full with storage containers at this point. They're just unable to necessarily house all of this surge in product that they're sitting on at this point. All of this is adding and compounding to an already strong industrial market. So as in the industrial market, we're seeing a lot of additional demand and developers are getting more creative, trying to find key locations as they develop. I'm not saying that supply chain challenges are over, 
However, many of the issues in the last 12 to 24 months appear to be stabilizing and for the most part, really realigning. The interesting aspect of all of this is how we've moved through this whole supply chain. And I think people's awareness of the critical balance of how supply chain and logistics keeps the machine of supply and demand moving through our overall economy. I don't think people thought of supply chain logistics as a profession or too much of that 20 years ago, but this industry has grown and expanded and it's a huge impact in our industry from commercial real estate. Well, let me ask you something because you, you mentioned that we're starting to catch up and you're also talking about occupancies are high. And there's also been talk of the R word, the recession, and that things may slow down a bit. Do you see do you see occupancy rates going up for industrial and logistic properties, or do you think they're just going to pretty much remain stable over the next six, eight, six to 12 to 18 months? I think industrial is going to continue to stay very strong. I, I do think that there, you're going to continue to see that remain very strong. Most of the people that are truly the experts that live and breathe in this world, um, they're still seeing this being in a low single digits in most markets around the country. And, and I know from my perspective, one of the interesting things for this particular market, we sit at the crossroads of Interstate 35 and 80 major interchange from the east, west, north, south, across the entire country. So we have a very hot industrial market here in central Iowa. The developers that we're seeing used to be local. Now they're national. They're oh. coming to our marketplace. They're looking to do this. Now, we're not Chicago. We're not a lot of the major markets around the country like that. But as we see the development in this area, we're seeing more and more those, those national developers look at our market as well as key markets around the country where they're growing and wanting to establish a presence if they're not there already. All right, thank you for that. So site selection is cr critical in the development process. How has it, how has basically the development process itself been impacted? I think a lot of, in my perspective, I think a lot of companies in the past would, they grew from organically from one key location or maybe a few key locations around the country. What we're seeing is a number of these larger suppliers are now trying to get closer to the consumer. Um, as we've all seen in our own communities and really our own homes, we've grown to expect almost an immediate response to our consumer needs, whatever that happens to be. We've grown to expect if I order it online tomorrow or yesterday, I want it today. I, I just bought something yesterday and it, it wasn't here today yet. And I'm like, why isn't it here? I've just grown to expect that. Even if it's coming from Europe, I expect it here with one day, two days. And I think most of the country, most of us are all used to that now. And at the end of the day, we've gotten spoiled and we like it. You know, we, we like that. We've adapted to that. And so consequently, those retailers, those developers that have products they're trying to find a better way to support that. It's not necessarily just the Amazon effect, but everybody's really trying to um, curtail their ability to, to support their consumers, to make sure that they buy their product, they get that click, they get that store experience first so that they can get that inventory right then. A number of retailers are expanding their back rooms so people don't even have to wait for inventory at this point or the delivery of those pants that you can't quite fit into. Uh, Gap and some of them, I know, are really trying to greatly expand their size options in the store. They want to make sure that they have that product there in the store and available for those people. So I don't think it necessarily makes as much sense to have one key location, but developers are looking to create that. And what that's doing is it's creating opportunities 
for us in the commercial real estate issues, or excuse me, the real estate industry as a whole. Well, thank you for that commentary about pants. Obviously, we've all been sitting for two years, and so we really have to relearn that fitting as well. So uh, if, if there is a silver lining to the supply chain crisis, would you classify adaptive reuse opportunities as such? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's interesting. You know, real estate, real estate is a commodity with a life cycle. And consequently, that cycle from development through its highest and best use of whatever it was when it was originally blood, eventually will come to a depletion. At some point, it doesn't make sense. It's not usable. Whether it's an office building, it goes from a class A to a class C over 10 years or 50 years or 100 years, it comes to a life cycle. Those older sites are eventually either demolished, left to ruin, or they're redeveloped and repurposed. One of the interesting things is, is with labor shortages, rising material costs, and a con shifting consumer demand, what we're seeing is those older buildings are being repurposed. There, there's a new life to those older buildings. And unfortunately, for as quickly as we're trying to adapt to consumer demand, we can't build new warehouses and new properties quickly. It's not something we can create in 30 days. In most markets, you're looking at, if you can do it in a year, you're amazing. And you're probably looking at closer to a year and a half to two years from the time you find a site before you're up and operational. And so it all goes back to the critical statement in our industry for many, many years. And the old adage, it's location, location, location. So if the location is strong and it's possible to reuse or repurpose um, an existing facility, then it makes a whole lot more sense in going out and trying to recreate from scratch those facilities. You know, that the big box or the mall of yesterday is really the temperature controlled warehouse of tomorrow. The old office building your parents worked in or your grandparents worked in is now your new apartment or condo. And old schoolhouses are now the homes of the teachers that used to work in. So, you know, as we get creative with repurposing real estate, um, one, it's an efficient use of raw materials. It's also a cheaper and less uh, timely manner in a way to take care of supply and demand issues. Well, that sounds great. So, John, thank you. We're grateful for your knowledge and contributions to this year's report on supply chain. And thank you for kind of bringing it from into the weeds just down to a field level understanding. Let's hope supply chain disruptions become less of, a, less of an unpredictable factor for commercial real estate. So join us next time for another discussion of one of the top 10 issues affecting real estate. I'm Jonathan Shine. On behalf of the Councils of Real Estate, thank you for joining us on this episode of the top 10 in 10. Thank you. Thank you.